Welcome to the Career Zone podcast, where each episode we spend some time focusing on something that's on students' minds right now. I'm your host, Rachel, Employability and Careers Consultant with the University of Exeter. You can catch up on all of our episodes by doing all of those subscribing and following things. We're on Spotify and iTunes. Hello, fellow listeners. My name is Sonny Lally, an Employability and Careers Consultant at the University of Exeter. Today, I'm joined by Jess de Cruz Clune, who graduated in 2010 from the University of Exeter with a first class honours degree in international relations, whose career in the charity and development sector has taken her from working with prisoners abroad as an administrator and in fundraising to UNICEF and now at MIND as a senior information officer. In this episode, we explore her sense of the meaning of success in the charity and development sector. Hello, Jess. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. Great to have you here. And really looking forward to our conversation on unpicking and deconstructing a sense of success in the charity and development sector. And I wonder, maybe we can start with a dictionary definition of success. So according to one dictionary, a definition of success is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose or the attainment of fame, wealth or social status. So that's our starting definition there of success. But I wonder whether success has actually changed over time. You know, has it moved from this sense of character and emphasis on the wealth of spirit to today where it's in many places is associated with fame and acclaim and whether in actuality in the charity and development sector we can look at success from a much wider perspective with a wider lens and a wider scope that's much more of an inclusive definition of success but love to hear more your thoughts about what is your sense of success in the charity and development sector Sure. Yeah. So I think I think for me, definitely something that's really important for me, and I'm sure it would be the same for for kind of everyone else working in the charity sector, would be kind of that feeling that you are making a difference to someone else's lives, and, and you know, making a kind of positive difference in some way. You know, even if that is quite a small way. So you know, when I was first starting out, I, I worked, as you said, as a, a fundraising administrator at Prisoners Abroad, and so you know, it wasn't wasn't a frontline role not that any of my roles are frontline but it you know was not it was kind of working in fundraising and processing donations and things like that but it still felt like it was part of a bigger you know like a bigger positive because all of that you know admin kind of helped keep the organization ticking along and then it enabled like more frontline workers to be doing their really important work supporting you know British citizens who who are detained overseas so I think there's definitely something around, yeah, make, making a positive difference. And, and I think that that point where you said in the definition about kind of achieving an aim, I think that kind of what that aim is, is really personal. So what is fulfilling and, and, and what counts as success is going to be different for different people. And I think it's going to change over time as well. So I think, you know, if I'm really honest, when I first started out in the charity sector, my sole like definition of success was around like 
making a positive difference and you know helping people as much as I possibly could and now that's still really really important but it's also kind of you have to think about like your financial situation as well like especially with you know the cost of living crisis and things like that it has made me think you know like I absolutely love working in the charity sector and I would never want to leave it but it does when you work in the charity sector like you are making a decision to earn less than than you might in another sector and that has quite big implications for your life and, and for kind of other ways that you might view success so I think for me now like now that I kind of have like family responsibilities and things like that my definition of success has probably expanded to like I really want to continue making a positive difference but I also need to kind of be financially stable if that makes sense so it's kind of trying to find that balance and I find it interesting how like my views on success have changed over time and possibly I've become a bit more cynical is not the right word but a bit more kind of like aware of the need for financial stability as well particularly in this in the kind of cost of living crisis yeah really interesting it's really interesting to hear how your definition your sense of success is cast as a subjective dynamic process that success sounds very much as if it has evolved for you that it it's moved away from drivers of altruism making a positive change to something that's more tempered where there's an element of realism that's changed the complexion the flavor of success for you and i wonder if you're thinking about that evolution of success for you how do you sustain motivation and sustain and maintain success when you're reforming that sense of of success in the the work that you do well I'd probably give a huge amount of credit for that continued motivation to my colleagues in every organization that I've worked in from prisoners abroad to UNICEF to mind my colleagues have been an absolute inspiration and all of them so driven to serve our our beneficiaries, be that, you know, people detained overseas, health professionals supporting new parents, or, you know, currently at Mind, people experiencing mental health problems. To just be surrounded by people who are so motivated and so driven and so passionate about the work that they do and also to be working alongside people including myself with lived experience for example at mind of mental health problems is really really motivating and you just feel like it is something that's really worth doing yes yes you do need the balance between altruism and also the kind of being financially stable being surrounded by those people who are really driven by that altruism is is really humbling and really kind of yeah helps keep me motivated for sure yeah it feels very much from what i'm hearing from you is that sense of amplification of success you know success being held as a collective experience rather than an individualized experience that might be found in other types of occupation sectors and, and industries and I think this very much talks about some of the ideas that um, the organization psychologist Adam Grant has talked about, that you know, for many, you know, success is an individualized process where the drivers of success are passion, hard work, talent and luck. But he's going to pose the question about whether we can recast success as something that's more dependent upon how we interact with others, you know, potentially through this collective framework. And 
you know, if it, it becomes more of a social collective experience, then I wonder, is therefore success particularly well set up to thrive in the charity and development sector? Is this a sector where there is more of a possibility for that collective amplified experience or shared experience of success? Do you feel that's potentially, is there something unique about the charity and development sector that fosters that collective experience of success? That's a really interesting question. I really like the idea of that that collective sense of success. So I've I've not worked in the private sector myself, so I wouldn't want to say that that's not something that exists in the private sector as well. But I would definitely say from working in the charity sector that it definitely exists in charity and and there is kind of a sense of a, a real like shared purpose. And I definitely get a lot of energy from the energy of my colleagues. And you kind of every kind of little success that you might have as an individual is celebrated because of how it feeds into the wider organization. So I don't know, every I, I work in the information team at Mind and so we produce all of the mental health information that Mind has on on our website and in printed materials. And so kind of every piece of of positive feedback that we get from someone who says, you know, I read this information about this mental health problem that I have and you made me feel seen and you made me feel like I have a way forward. That kind of knowing that you contributed to that as a team, because every piece of information that mine produces is a massive team effort, is really, really rewarding. And it's never really a sense kind of of like, oh, this one person produced this information and that's made this impact. It's like everyone has worked together on it and and kind of together we share we share that success and we share that feeling that we've helped someone feel seen and, and validated and, and, and feel like they, they kind of know what next step they might take in their recovery. Yeah, very much sounds as if there's a collective resonance, you know, an oscillation of of success that's not just yours alone, but is one that is shared throughout the entire, you know, ecology, you know, the framework of a of a charity. And and I wonder whether that very much that energy to make a difference comes about from having this shared collective mission and purpose that um, you know, so many charities will will pursue. Yeah, I think so. And I think just from the from working at Mind as well, one thing that I'd say, which is quite, which is really positive about Mind in particular, is a lot of us have lived experience of mental health problems. So not only do we have that kind of shared sense of purpose to help, in quotation marks, others, it's also like we've lived through that as well. And so like, you know, people will have experienced, you know, barriers to accessing support or, or you know, nervousness around reaching out for support. And so we kind of, together know that we want to make it easier for other people who might be in a similar situation so I think that could potentially be something that's quite unique about the charity sector where there's people who are working to make it better for for people when they've experiencing what we've gone through ourselves if that makes sense I didn't explain Mm. that very clearly but yeah but lived experience I think plays an important role yeah, no, I mean, very well articulated. And, you know, I think there is that strong sense of transcendence there that comes about, as you say, from you know being able to empathise with the people that you work with in, in this particular sector. And 
you know, having that chance to connect and share and exercise generosity coming from a place of authenticity. I think authenticity feels very much like one of the core components of success in the charity sector. Is that a fair observation on, on my part? Yeah, definitely. I feel like, especially thinking about mind and thinking about mental health services, if they're not authentic and if they're not either in an ideal world produced by people with lived experience, but if not produced by people with lived experience, then at least produced listening very carefully to people with lived experience and what people with lived experience need, then those services are just going to, they're not going to help anyone because they're not going to be accessible. People are not going to want to use them. So I think if services like that are not authentic and are not grounded in lived experience, then they are just going to fail because people are just not going to be able to relate to them. So it's really important for us. Success, particularly at Mind, is is to make sure that we we really listen, we really understand and we really kind of hear people and kind of meet them where they are. Yeah, so it feels very much as success is not something that necessarily comes through, you know, grace or kind of is something that that is inhaled through through the ether, but it's something that feels it needs to be worked. And that work to earn the dividend of success in the charity and development sector feels very much as if it needs an alignment of values. You know, you know, to work in the charity and development sector, to work for a specific organization, to to invest effort, time and resources and potentially take, you know, a hit in terms of possibly, you know, lower salaries. I mean, that obviously varies from from charity to charity is that, you know, it requires a degree of kind of saying, well, my values need to line up with the work that I'm doing to reap the dividend of success. Yeah. And I think, I guess one thing, you know, going back to what we were talking about at the start, it's kind of, it is sad now that, you know, especially with cost of living and, and everything being, you know, a lot harder now than maybe it was before. That's easy for me to say, but like, you know, the cost of living is, is, is tricky at the minute. It's hard that you can't just, you can't just go on that, that you can't just go on the altruism and you have to think about kind of like what is going to be sustainable for me. And as you say, kind of, you know, it, it differs from charity to charity and, and you need to kind of think about how you can make your own life work as well. And so I think that's probably where some of the individual elements of success do come into it as well you can't like only think about the collective you have to be kind of realistic as well and I think like you say kind of success is really subjective and I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with someone defining success differently and saying you know what for me success is financial stability that is the main my main driver and so someone may be making the choice to kind of work in a different sector where that is the kind of main not the main element but like you are going to have like really strong financial stability and so I think it's if we're talking about the differences between charity sector and private sector I'd want to be really careful not to like not to give any impression of like any sense of being judgmental around like different people's definitions of success because like it is really subjective and you have to make the decisions that feel best for you and for like your family and for your needs and you know it's really difficult it's really difficult to kind of try and find a career that that gives you everything there's no such thing and like everyone's just trying to kind of carve out a sense of of doing a good job and feeling successful whilst also kind of managing in quite a difficult world 
So mm. I think, you know, as much as I might agree that kind of the charity sector might have like this quite holistic and positive collective idea of success, I wouldn't want to imply that that is like any better, you know, than like making mm. different choices and make having a different definition of success, if that makes sense. Yeah, very much so. It's, uh, so it feels very much, you know, whatever sector one works in, that success to form and embrace success requires a high degree of reflection, a high degree of an awareness of one's own drivers, you know, one's own interest and skills and you know, values and strengths. And that all comes about from you know, doing the work, you know, having conversations, meeting careers consultants, you know, doing the preparatory work to to know who you are and then to then be able to then define you know, one's individualized sense of uh, definition of success. So mm. coming to the end of today's podcast episode, Jess and I have explored Jess's definition, um, a sense of success, and we've unpacked success in looking at how in the charity and development sector, success is felt much more as a collective entity than it might do in other sectors. But we've also explored right at the end of the podcast how there is a commonality of success that plays out not only in the charity development sector, but in other sectors where the formation of success requires a degree of reflection, time and patience to craft a definite sense of success. This was the Career Zone podcast brought to you by the University of Exeter Career Zone. Check out iTunes and Spotify to keep up with all of our regular releases. And if you'd like us to cover something else in another episode, just send us a message, hashtag careerzonepodcast at UOE Career Zone or at UOE Cornwall Career Zone on Instagram, and we'll follow up in one of the next episodes.